Mom, Dad, this is a friend of mine, Inspector 34. <laughs> Inspector 34, yeah. And I am Don Wrigley, 37 stout, down from 38. That's right. Joyce, the way you stay size six is an inspiration. Pete, Ellen, you've grown so fast it's hard to keep up. You know us too? Well, I look after many people, but not many invite me to dinner. Well, make yourself at home, Mr. Uh, Inspector. I'm here with my friends. Duke of Good morning, Got Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. Hi, Blowholes. <laughs> it's Melissa. <laughs> and this is episode 117, the second episode in our Pete the Heat summer, and we're talking Inspector 34. We sure are. And we're doing so outside. Yeah. <laughs> you hear Very the leaves nice. rustling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you hear leaves or cars going by or Birds. airplanes overhead, we, you know, it's July 4th, too. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th. Uh, happy 4th. <laughs> so God we, bless America. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful day outside. Yes, it is. Do beautiful days make you think of Wellsville? <laughs> I kind of think. Yeah, yeah, sure. I always feel like Wellsville's nice. Yeah, definitely. Every day's sunny. I love to think of Wellsville. I'd like to live there in <laughs> my mind. Has it ever rained in Wellsville? Are there rainy Pete hmm. and Pete episodes? Is it always just a I beautiful day? I remember rain. It's definitely fall and like gray sometimes. Yeah. Mm. But uh, never... I don't think there's just like a... be hard to film, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, there is a Wellsville, New York. Oh. Um, I drove by the exit one time and <laughs> resisted the urge of getting off and seeing nothing from the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, as Andrew said, this is our second episode. We just did uh, The Nightcrawlers with Candace, and that was yeah. a lot of fun. One of our rare, perfect episodes. Uh, straight fives yep. across, the board. across the wow. board. Wow. Yep. Uh, but this episode is season two, uh, season two, episode six. It airs on Sunday, October 16th, 1994. So even though it's uh, definitely an episode you could tell shot during the summer, supposed to take place during summer, uh, airs in fall. And there's a lot of that with Pete and Pete. Yeah, probably just the TV schedule, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. you know, forcing him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Inspector 34... Um, uh, we're not going to do it this month in history. We've we've talked about that month before. But um, Inspector Thirty Four, do you did you have any kind of like connection to this idea that there could be an inspector of <laughs> clothing? <laughs> I always I remember the inspector stickers and stuff in all of my clothes. Yeah, definitely. But I never really thought about it until this episode came out. Yeah, you don't remember even like slips of paper. Inspected by? I guess not. You don't? Wow. I was talking and they to always him. had numbers? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Now I don't remember. I was talking yeah. to Max about this, and he had no idea. He didn't know either. Hmm. Wow. I can't recall where I got them. It must have been a similar situation, like a pack of something. Well, I, I the other day I was wearing a shirt at work. Well, I always wear shirts at work. But I was looking <laughs> at the tag on the inside, and it said inspected by nine, I wow. think was the number. <laughs> actually sent a picture to uh, yeah. to you guys. Wow. Incredible. Um, I know who are these people. It makes it does make the episode that much better that it's a real thing 
in that yeah. the thought that it could be like um, I don't know that could be you Inspector Nine yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's great I looked it up online I did see one um, job opportunity in Pennsylvania <laughs> as an inspector of clothing <laughs> oh. so, really oh. yeah. it didn't pay very well though yeah. well. <laughs> 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 uh, that's too bad <laughs> You're thinking of uh, a change of work? <laughs> change of career. <laughs> what would be your inspector number? Mm, probably 11. I've, I've always liked the number 11. Wow, you think you can get in that low? <laughs> At this rate? I mean, <laughs> you, th- you think it goes by seniority? I think it might. Wow. I think there's at least 11 people Everyone wants to be inspector number well, one. Well, there's at least yeah. nine. That's true. Well, they retire inspector numbers, of course, after it, and they, the person leaves the job. <laughs> you can never use it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, who does it? Like sports? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't know much okay, about sports. Okay, so, so 11, that would be the number you'd prefer. Yes, if 11. It was inspector 11. Okay. Wow. What about you? Well, in, <laughs> in spite of me giving Melissa a hard time about it, my ideal number would be inspector 3. <laughs> oh. Wow. I think you're pretty good. One of the founders. <laughs> Why three? Uh, I don't know. It's always been like just a number that I kind of like connected with. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Hmm. What was don't that? you get? Do you guys have like a number? Like, just I don't know. Is eleven your birthday? Like a favorite number? Or something? No. No. No, I've just liked it. Okay. I might go with like a number I always just liked. I might go with uh, Inspector Fifty Two. Fifty hmm. Two. Okay. I always like that number. I think it's just because of like the way. Never it's mind. like mirroring, kind of like, yeah, almost. Yeah. They kind of mirror each other a little bit, yeah. Hmm. Do they? Do, that, do they? Not more than 11, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this is off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Inspector 34? Let's do it. So Big Pete narrates, as usual, as Don opens a fresh pack of Crab of the Loom, and a small inspected by tag floats to the floor. This is my dad, and these are his new underpants. The thing he loves most about opening a vacuum-sealed three-pack of Crebo the Loom is the fact that some inspector made sure each pair meets government standards. But not even my dad thinks about who that inspector might be. Only in America, Joyce. Who does? Crebo the Loom underwear. I should specify. <laughs> well, well, Which e- looks identical to uh, Fruit, Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while even a fresh underwear lover such as Don doesn't take much notice of the little tag, little Pete started collecting them after he noticed that every pair of underwear he got was inspected by the same inspector, 34. Living day after day in complete snugness, without binding or chafing, Pete decides that Inspector 34 must be his guardian angel, and he sets out to prove it. I like when he opens up the package, and he goes, 34, you did it again. <laughs> I also like Don uh, smelling the underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I can't smell that good. Uh, new clothing. Fresh. Yeah, that is nice. It'll never smell like yeah. that again. Yeah. yeah somebody else afraid. touched it and inspected it. Maybe. Glove. You think? Glove yeah, but they didn't put it on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or is that know. part of the inspection process? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so little Pete starts sending fan letters to Kreb of the Loom to show his appreciation, <laughs> and at night he fires up his landing pad, hoping Inspector th- 34 will see it. Days later, as Big Pete and Ellen are practicing their squid formation for the school band, 
Little, little Pete finally gets a response. After all those letters to the factory, all I got were these lousy underpants. Pete, urgent. Meet me Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. behind the pine disinfectant plant. Inspector 34? He needs me. I love the way that note just kind of floats out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the perfect thing for Inspector 34 to write it on the yes, back of the it inspector is note. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it? I mean, how would he even know that Pete was going to buy that pack of underwear? Well, he's been fault. Well, he's Pete's inspector. And only Pete. Oh, he sent him that pack of underwear. Oh, it was oh, sent to from him? Credit, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it was a response to his letter. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't watch closely enough. <laughs> Did you mention where he says to meet him? Uh, I, I'm about to. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that night, behind the pine disinfectant plant, <laughs> Pete meets Inspector 34, a thin man in a jumpsuit and a powerful magnifying glass over look. his eye. Love yeah. that look. He does mm-hmm. look weird, like a superhero type of thing. Yes. Or like a messed up superhero. Yeah, I love, and I love on uh, his the headband it says Inspector 34 with that big magnifying yeah. glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You seem to hate this episode, Melissa. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I like it. I just. I do think there's a little bit of a like a hole there. Where? We'll talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh. Boy. Um, <laughs> the inspector reluctantly asks for Pete's help. He's beginning to wonder if there's more to life than underpants, and he wants to know how to have fun, how to cut loose. How to. Well, nobody can see it. <laughs> but uh, he does this thing with his fingers where he does a little dance before he says it. Cut loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete Wrigley, I've watched you grow from a toddler three to a 14 regular. Spectre 34. I'm sorry to drag you out like this, but I need help. Name it. What am I thinking? I can't ask this of you. Wait! I know 24 knots, and I'm well-trained in high explosives. Let me help. It's not like that. The work I do is very important. If I miss one flaw, well, you know what's at stake. And yet, sometimes I wonder, is there more to life than underpants? Have I struggled so hard for perfection that life is passing me by? You seem to know how to have fun, how to cut loose, as they say. So Pete brings Inspector 34 home and and introduces him to the family, who invite him over for dinner, a barbecue. Inspector 34 eats a piece of barbecue chicken with perfect precision, making no mess and leaving a stack of bones that inspires (laughs) awe in Don. Everything Inspector 34 did was perfect. Look at that stacking. That was delicious. I'll help clean up. Well, thank you. Don't touch that. Go get my camera. Right. Go. Go. Loose wood, never good. Know anyone that does that? Stacks their rib bones? No, that just eats wings with forks. Knife Mm. knife and a fork. I've never seen anybody eat wings. With a fork or knife. Have you? I don't think so. I was just wondering if that is. <laughs> I was wondering if that was something. I don't know. I'm sure somebody Some does do. it, but I've never seen it. 
in mm-hmm. real life. I do, um, like, I kind of, am, I love chicken wings. So mm-hmm. I, like, pretty embarrassingly, like, suck every piece <laughs> of chicken off the bone. I just, it's, like, kind of a self-conscious thing because, like, then you realize people are like, Jesus. <laughs> because then I'm sitting with people who are also eating sometimes and it's just, they leave a ton of meat on the bone. Uh, yeah. Like I a, leave a lot of meat on. Hmm. I am. Um, I leave I, no meat, but gristle and all that muscle stuff. and stuff yeah, yeah you leave that, that stuff and little piece of skin at the end i don't need yeah. to get that i've got to like stick my tongue in between the little pieces and like get the, it's not yeah. i'm not gonna do that about, okay oh wait you don't get the meat from the center of the maybe with my finger but i'm not what? gonna okay. like i'm not I gonna put it. my tongue it finger, through it to push it out like you don't have to you just suck in okay that suck probably in. looks worse than just you're eating a chicken wing I'm not sucking on this the wings. This is perfect for this episode because this is the <laughs> yeah. dilemma, really. I mean, I certainly disagree with Inspector 34's method here. Although I, yeah, lo- yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> one. It seems time-consuming, and also, but I do love Don's response of yes. "Go get my camera." Yes. <laughs> and I always liked the idea of, as, as a kid, this bone stacking. I'd never heard of it or seen it, but mm. something about it, I was like, "This is interesting." Is it a real thing? <laughs> I don't people stack. Not bones? that I'm aware of, but. Maybe. I don't know. Might have tried it after that. Hmm. Yeah, I think I've tried to stack yeah. them, but it doesn't come out like 34. No. <laughs> um, so in exchange for the inspector showing the Wrigleys how perfect life can be, Little Pete shows him how to live it. First they thumb wrestle, then they squirt water guns, or 34 squirts <laughs> one at, in Pete's face, um, and then 34 learns how to ride a bike. Hmm. Uh Little Pete's friends invite the inspector to join in a game of kick the can. Inspector 34 immediately comes up with ways to improve it. You're real? As real as your new Lou Costello boxer shorts, Clem. Wow. How about a game of kick the can? Me? Sure thing. Just close your eyes and count to ten while we tear butt and kick the can. What the hey? (laughs) Only, if I might make a suggestion... Perhaps the game would be more efficiently played in teams, with boundaries. Say the end of the yard. Perhaps a set game time would streamline things. Why don't we think of that? I'm trained to catch defects before they become defeats. Come on, Shatterheads. Let's play can. Oh, I like the quote where he goes, I'm trained to catch defects before they become defeats. Uh, (laughs) That is a good quote. (laughs) Now you're coming around. I do like episode. the episode. I do. But I thought that was great. I mean, yeah. anybody with a job that has to do with, like, correcting or doing something the right way or, I don't know, helping yeah. somebody, that's, like, the perfect tagline for your business. That is good. Yeah. I should be marketing. Maybe you should. Maybe that was your calling. Yeah. Later, as the inspector is walking through the neighborhood, he spots a cute meter maid, and it inspires him to set his sights higher than just perfecting underwear. Hmm. He decides there are bigger problems he can help fix, and he enlists Little Pete to help him by passing down everything he knows. I used to look at all the flaws in the world, and I'd think if I could make one thing perfect. And then I did. Underpants. But why set my sights so low? I mean, look at the problems with the oceans, and... That hole in the ozone. I think I can help. And I think you can too, Pete. I want to teach you everything I know. I want to make you an inspector. Like me. 
But before Pete can become an, an inspector, he first has to inspect himself, and he's disgusted by what he sees. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of the family has begun trying to be more perfect. A funny thing was happening to the rest of us. It was like we were trying to become more like 34. More perfect. And the things that weren't perfect, like my friendship with Ellen, suddenly began to matter. We had all had a taste of perfection. And now everything else tasted like chunky milk. Don closely inspects 34's bone stack, while Mom <laughs> obsesses over creaky stairs, and Big Pete gets impatient working on the squid formation with Ellen. As little Pete's friends try to get him to play kick the can, he sees Inspector 34 run into Parking Enforcement Officer McMillan, or P.E.O. Mac, as they call her. <laughs> P.E.O. <laughs> Pete recognizes the look of love on the inspector's face, and he worries that it will derail their plans to improve the world. Pete had seen that stupid look before on me. He knew love could turn a normal man into loose, drippy jello. I thought we were going to save the world. We will. I just made one date, that's all. We're two professionals. Meeting. Professional. So Pete decided he had to hurry up and finish his training. That way, he could go on and save the world alone. Yeah, I love that um, little like sequence where uh, Inspector Thirty Four tells Pete like, "Well, I'll be back. Like, we'll finish this." And little Pete's just like, "No, you won't." Yeah, like <laughs> it's great. Little Pete's very wise, wise beyond his years. <laughs> <laughs> While little Pete is training, Big Pete and Ellen are still fighting. Don is scarfing chicken bones, trying to find the perfect stack, <laughs> and Joyce is fixing creaks all around the house. Even Little Pete's friends have given up playing Kick the Can, instead calculating the winner. Even Pete's friends made Kick the Can so efficient, they no longer had to play. Instead, they calculated the probabilities of who would win. My game. Yeah. I'm beat. Let's call it. In one of the greatest Nickelodeon moments, <laughs> maybe. This is one of the best, uh, I think, like little jokes in Pete and Pete. Just the kids sitting in a circle with calculators. Yes. Saying like who wins really the game. Yeah. <laughs> who, uh, was it, who wins the game? Oh, Is it uh, Nona? Oh, uh, Monica. Yeah, Monica. Yeah. I think it was Monica. Yeah. Just a great, like, my game. Yeah. And then, like, Clem's like, yeah. Like, yep. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector 34 presents Pete's last challenge, inspecting a pair of underwear as it whips through the air. <laughs> And Pete manages to get a perfect score. Yeah. Impossible. You think? Yeah. You don't think you can get that good at inspecting? That underwear was pretty far away. <laughs> pretty far away. But the inspector says Pete still has to prove he's ready before he can be a real inspector. Somehow that he's got to do it. Like, he's got to mm -hmm. do it. Um, like, there's no test. It's like... He'll just know. Yeah. 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 So after Pete's challenge, 34 leaves for his date, but when he sees Relish stuck in P.E.O. Max teeth, <laughs> he gives her an excuse and runs off. Uh, I love his face. He's just so disgusted. <laughs> it's a pretty sickening looking <laughs> thing. I mean, I mean, the camera really zooms yeah, in on yeah. the teeth. I wonder what that was. Was that lettuce? I thought it was relish, relish but relish. I, and it really looked like it was like they tried to get it caked on there kind of have you yeah. ever um have you ever like liked someone but like that happened like where something 
just something physical, like not even their fault necessarily. I think that that's like inevitable at some point, but you just kind of you know yeah. look, look well, over it. what is it? Oh, I don't have a specific oh. no, anecdote. I think it happens. I don't think no. I have anything like that. Huh? No. Really? What's that? You're telling me Max doesn't have some kind of. Uh, <laughs> He's perfect. I love looking at him. Wow, that's that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, when Inspector Thirty Four gets back from his date, he finds Pete fleeing underwear into a tree and congratulates his protege on proving his worthiness by determining that love would get in the way of perfection. Yeah. Pete is thrilled to receive his own magnifying glass and inspector papers. Uh, inspector uh, slips, like yeah. mm-hmm. to put in underwear and stuff. <laughs> Wait, did they say a number on there? Uh, not, I think they're blank. Not yet. Oh. As we know, uh, I guess I missed he's got to use these blank slips and write it in until they can get him real ones. Oh, sorry, I missed that. <laughs> have to fill in your name for now until we get you a number. I made it. I should have listened to you. I don't need love. I have my work. That's what I love. I came to you to see if there was more to life. Now I know there is. My mission. Our mission. That's all that matters. Any distraction must be eliminated. What? No buts, buddy boy. Time to get tough. Today it's underpants. Tomorrow, the world. As little Pete begins inspecting the neighborhood, he suddenly realizes that the pursuit of perfection is hurting everyone, including himself. So he decides to take on a new mission, to save the neighborhood from perfection and rescue Inspector 34 from himself. In order to attract 34, Pete marches down Cranston Street wearing the defective underwear from his training. And sure enough, the inspector shows up. (laughs) I really love something about this, yeah. The bait. Just him like with the underwear on the outside, marching down the street, just cracks me up. Um, Pete accuses 34 of going soft, declaring him unfit to inspect. You know what you're doing. He sure did. My brother was wearing the defective underpants from his training, figuring it would attract 34 like a beacon. And sure enough... You passed these underpants for inspection? What are you talking about? Suppose this isn't your tag. I say you've gone soft. You're a disgrace to your number. You're not fit to inspect. What are you doing? You told me, before you can become an inspector, you have to prove yourself worthy. I say you don't have the guts. I taught you everything. Now you challenge me? All right. I submit to inspection. But when I pass, it'll be your turn. So 34 submits to inspection, and he begins a series of brutal tests set up by Pete. First, he puts an ice tray in the freezer without spilling a single drop. That's tough. It is difficult. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It's good. Then he squeezes every molecule of toothpaste from the tube. And, and then parallel parks against the curb. Perfectly. Uh, as Mailwoman McGinty, or, uh, no. P.O. Mac? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mixing up my Mailwoman. Um, 
Finally, Pete challenges 34 to one last test, table manners while eating barbecued chicken. Mm. Just like on their first dinner, the inspector is flawless, leaving a perfect stack circled by a light sauce stain. But as Pete offers 34 a moisty nap, it suddenly dawns on everyone that barbecues are supposed to be messy. And that eating perfectly is, in fact, imperfect. Yeah. I love this little twist. It is great. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a very little twist, but it's it's like, oh, yeah. Nobody, Powerful. Nobody eats like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Moisty nap? Not necessary. Then suddenly, it hit us like a truckload of underpants. Moisty naps? You're supposed to use your hands. It just tastes better that way. Barbecues are supposed to be messy. Eating perfectly is imperfect. You fail! Seeing his own flaws, the inspector becomes despondent and gives up. But Pete and the family convince him that people aren't meant to be perfect. They ask 34 to stay for a barbecue, and he accepts, deciding to give imperfection his best shot. 34, we're not like underpants. We're people. We're not supposed to be perfect. I'm defective. I don't belong here. Yes, you do. How about staying for dinner? We'll do a real barbecue. I'll teach you everything I know. With each greasy, sloppy bite we took, we moved further away from perfection. And so did Inspector 34, who decided he was going to give imperfection his best shot. Maybe that would mean that now and then a pair of underpants would make it to Wellsville with twisted elastic or crooked seams. But then again, maybe that wouldn't be so bad. Finally, the camera pans up up through the neighborhood into the sky and we see a shot of underwear filling the trees. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Great. Great You didn't synopsis. like that? No. underwear in the trees? I did. You've been very quiet. Me. Are you going to... Um, I've, I've spoken up a bit. Are you going to fill us in on what the hole here is? Well, I just don't understand how he could know everybody's size. He, I, I just don't get it. How he knows everybody, how how much they've stayed the same weight or how the dad lost weight just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I think in this very small universe, uh, he he is like a very, they call him a guardian angel. And I think mm-hmm. he's not literally that, but he is kind of the guy overseeing their products. So he knows what they're buying? I think he knows their buying habits, yeah. Yeah, huh. somehow he's keeping track. Yeah. Keeping an eye on them. That's interesting. Okay. Next time you're at the store buying stuff, you're going to have to like kind of look around and see if anybody's watching. I will. Okay. Was that the hole? Yeah, I just... How wow. does he know all that? So this has bothered you for 20 years or whatever? I've always thought, how would he know? He's inspecting it before it even goes to the store. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know who's I buying those I... up. <laughs> You have a point. Uh, I guess I just. I'm just. Was I'm not to... looking at it. It's. It's a very whimsical. Yeah, yeah. Story. No, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just a little too literal. Is that the word? No. I mean, just that's like... how you see it. How you see it. Well, 
That's how like the rest of the world would see it. Like, that would just... <laughs> you think that's your view? <laughs> Goes right in line with the rest of the world. I'm t- the inspector over in Pennsylvania doesn't know who's buying what. You okay. you lack like suspension of disbelief. You. Uh... I guess. I'd like to think of it as one of his superpowers. Like okay. he's almost this superhuman, and that's one of his powers. Mm-hmm. Follows this stuff. An arty like yeah. figure, but yeah. less dramatic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what what a funnier what a what could be funnier than a superpower of just knowing people's underwear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, wow, wow. Can't wait to hear this score. We got, a, very, we got a zero coming. Very fun, coming. very fun superhero. <laughs> Should we look at uh, some of the people that are behind this? Sure. Hi, this is Bios Trivia Ratings and Stray Observations. First, I took a look at P.E.O. Mac, also known as Susie Roche. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's been a part of Tiny Toon Adventures, Tracy Takes On, um, and she was in the band The Roches with her two sisters. Um, oh. And she has a daughter with Loudon Wainwright III. Loudon Wainwright? Really? Yeah, wow. So really? she's married to Loudon. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you think that... When they go on stage, people accidentally say the roaches. Maybe it is the roaches. I mean, I don't. Oh. I, I don't really know. You don't know what I was just <laughs> go, picked one and went with it. Oh, interesting. Uh, oh, I also took a look at Inspector Thirty Four, of course. Oh, duh. Yeah. Uh, played by John Ottavino, um, and he's been in Malcolm X, Strangers with Candy, The Good Wife, and most recently Succession. Hmm. Oh, who is he in that? He, uh, I actually went back to figure it out, and he's in the third episode. I don't know if you remember this, but Kendall, like the oldest kid, is talking on the phone to this person that's like holds the company's debt, and the person he's talking to is Inspector Thirty Four. Interesting. I looked him up as well. I found him on Instagram. Oh, oh. he's got 121 followers. Wow, that's it. And five. I'm gonna have to start and get on Instagram just to follow. Five posts. Just five pictures so, posted. Has he like posted recently or like not for I years? I don't know how recently, but his son is the pitcher, one of the pitchers for the New York Yankees. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I would love if he deleted all his pictures except for one, and it was just a picture of the slip, <laughs> Inspector Thirty Four. That would be cool. I wonder if it's the role he'll be most remembered for. He Maybe. was in other stuff. What, yeah, he's been about... in stuff. This was just the stuff that I knew the best. He was in one of those, like, NYPD. Yes, he's yeah. been in a lot of, like, Law and Order. Yeah, Law and uh, Order. That okay. type of stuff. So. All right. And a lot of Broadway, like, plays I oh. saw. Recently. He's, like, this super respected actor that <laughs> we think only exists in this episode. Uh, I looked at the casting director, Michael Kugel, uh, and Michael Kugel is responsible for casting on Fraggle Rock, uh, as well as Pete and Pete. Hey Dude, one episode of Get the Picture. Uh, the pilot of Salute Your Shorts, which would tell me that he huh. casted Salute Your Shorts. Wow. Um, one episode of Welcome Freshman. 11 episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, most of the Clarissa Explains It All series. Guts, which I was thinking it has to be, it had to be really fun to cast on Guts because it just meant you got to pick the kids yeah. who got yeah. to go against each other. Uh, my Brother and Me, Alex Mack, uh, the first two episodes of All That, 
Gullah Gullah Island, Allegra's Window, and he hasn't done anything since Blue's Clues in like 1998. So wow. I don't know what happened, if he's around or not, mm. but uh, yeah, that's a little bit about Michael Kugel. Nice. Yeah. Any trivia? You know what? I imperfectly have no trivia for this episode. <laughs> wow. Might be the first one. I'm not sure. That's no, I, not I mean, I've had some questionable trivias, but <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had zero. Um, do you have any trivia, Melissa? Um, all I had was my Inspector 34, like, internet stalking thing. Okay. Well, that was good trivia, actually. <laughs> that was. Yeah. 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 Uh, You're welcome. Thanks. Well, I just had that this episode and um, the next one we're going to be talking about are two episodes that are shot in a place called Cranford, New Jersey, mm. um, where a lot of the land, Pete and Pete landmarks, we'll call them, that maybe one day we'll be lucky enough to see. Maybe. Shot. That'd be a fun little thing for you guys to do. We've fun little thing. mentioned it. <laughs> you guys want to come? Oh, heck yeah. Pete and Pete tour. That'd be heck cool. Go. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, stray observations? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys caught this one, the Wrigley's Address. I've noticed it in multiple of these uh, Pete Week episodes. You don't not know en- their address? Not enough to, like, care. Oh. <laughs> or, like, remember, I guess. Is it? Is there five in it? No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I didn't catch it. It's 363. Oh. It's, like, prominent. Well, you love that number three, so you would, it would Maybe. stand out to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Did you, did you have any? Straight observations? Okay, yeah. Um, do you remember what Inspector 34 said to Pete when he said, I remember his two sizes from what he was to what he is now? Yeah. Was it a 6 to 14? No. I want to say the first size was three, maybe. You're right. You and those oh. threes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> From a toddler three to a 13 regular. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Well, what is dad's waist size? Oh, thir- 31. 32. 37 stout. 37 stout. Darn it. Down from 38. What's a yes. stout? I only know that for beer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he made up stout oh, as okay. part of the... <laughs> That's I not mean, like a men. I mean, that's not like a big and tall size or anything like it that. It sounds kind of like it's like saying like you're 37 and a little chunkier. Yeah, like oh, wide. I think it would be called in real yeah. life. Yeah, huh. wide. Yeah. That's cute. Sure. Stout. Um, little Pete's flashlight. I know when you got this. Uh, what it was the name of it or like the model of it? No. The Krebs Star 9300. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I had a little less time than normal on the strap observations on this one. Okay, do you remember when uh, Clem said, are you real? Like, you couldn't believe he was real. And he said, I'm as real as your... And do you remember what is on Uh, Clem's box or shorts? It's, uh, like, a guy's name, um, Uh like, Lucas. Yes, Lucas Sello. Oh. Nice job. Thanks. That is good. Uh, Well, what about Joyce's uh, waist size? She's a six, like a steady six or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that what yeah, he said? Yeah, she's been like, yeah, steady. It amazes him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been a six. Uh, Not an easy feat. <laughs> Let me ask you something else about the Krebstar 9300. Um, did you know how to fix a flickering one? Wasn't it three As quarters? Told by three quarters turn? Close. What is it? Don't shake. Twist the lid a quarter turn to the right. A quarter. Uh, yeah course what uh so big pete talks about going for the part that he wants 
Um, what part of the squid is he trying to... Oh, man. I have no idea. Uh, he's going for the beloved part of the left tentacle of the squid. <laughs> um, here's another 9300 one for you. Um, <laughs> it has a known defect. Do you know what it is? Oh, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not cheating off your paper. <laughs> the, the bulb? No, it's the positive battery terminal. Oh, that, that was my next guess, battery. What does little Pete say he's trained to do? There's two things. Oh, tie knots and, uh, or he knows 24 different knots oh, and he's yeah. well trained in high explosives. High explosives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is one I just wanted to note that's great. A shot in this episode of little Pete through Inspector 34's uh, eye oh, glass. Yeah, yeah. Really good one. Yeah, always love a good shot. Uh, Dad's apron, what's on it? Uh, Dang, I didn't catch golf. it. Golf. And it's like a go- it says golf, and it's like a golf ball on a tee. Yeah. <laughs> it says golf? <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, since you guys were talking about sizes, do you know PEO Max size? Oh. Four? Nope. Eight? Yep. Regular. Yeah. Uh, just a line line here I like that is uh, love can turn a normal man into loose drippy jello. <laughs> That's good. It's beautiful. Um, did you catch what Big Pete and Ellen are fighting over? It's whether tentacles wiggle or sway. Oh, or waggle right, right. or sway. Waggle or sway. What do you think? Uh, say they sway. Yeah, I'll go sway. Yeah, Waggling's a little fast. Yeah, yeah, I would say sway as well. Uh, what book is Don reading when he's trying to figure out how to stack the bones? Cray's Anatomy of a Chicken. Yep, Cray's Anatomy of a Chicken. <laughs> I guess like Gray's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, did you catch Little Pete's physical flaws that he notices in the mirror? Mm-hmm. A tie? That's one of them. The shoelaces. Yep, it, they're and mismatched. And it was over by his hands. What was it? What was that about? There are two other things. One was a close-up on his face, which I assume were freckles. I just get that from it. I don't What's know. Wrong with freckles, Maybe I'm wrong. Andrew? I don't know. It just, I just thought that was it. And the other <laughs> one was dirty fingernails. I think. Oh, the fingernails. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, the another insult I liked was, "Come on, chowderheads, let's play cam." But uh, <laughs> yeah. um, after getting a taste of perfection, Big Pete says, "Everything else tastes like this." I don't know. I can't remember. Chunky milk. Chunky milk. Yeah. Did you catch what Joyce fixes the creeks in? Oh, um... The door, the stairs... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Pe- the pepper mill, and uh, her creek-fixing tools, and finally she heads up to the attic. <laughs> the real <laughs> challenge. <laughs> um, these are the underwear flaws. Did you catch these at all? No. I'll just list them real quick. Torn left seam, extra label glue, pucker in the cup, tear in the spandex... Fifth row. <laughs> Fifth row. <Yeah. laughs> um, there's flaws in the second pair of underwear, which are defective inseam and could cause chafing. Oh, the uh, defective yeah, inseam yeah, could cause chafing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you catch what was in the freezer? No. There were some labeled items. Kreb uh, star Brussels sprouts, light and crunchy fish fillets, <laughs> hamburger meat, and pot roast. Uh. Mm. And finally, this was really tough, but... Did you get the name of the underwear shooter? 
Oh, no. It was a very small label. I could just <laughs> barely make it out. I love that thought of you just blowing it up. <laughs> but it's called the Krebmaster Flinging Arm. Say it one more time. The Krebmaster Fling, Flinging Arm. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Even I just like that this exists, this machine. Yeah. Flinging arm. Like, what is it flinging? Kreb labels on stuff you can't even see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, well, on IMDb, this episode got an 8.4 out of 10. And on TV.com, it got an 8.3 out of 10. Uh, out of five Crip stars, what did you give Inspector 34? Um, man, I really kind of wanted to dock it, but I, I landed on 5 out of 5. Oh. Um, and it's not because of the normal reasons why I give Pete a 5 out of 5, but because it's such... A, like unique strange story and it's done really well like in a perfect Pete and Pete way yeah um, I just thought it was great like I've never seen anything quite like it yeah since yeah I give this a 4.7 wow it's a great episode my only issue is how does he know yeah. all that information about <laughs> I, everybody <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, it's true. It is a unique story, something that, I, you know, people might see in passing and not think much about is your inspector stickers. Yeah. So I like when they delve into something that's, like, really bizarre that you wouldn't even think about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four and a half. Wow. Um, I like it a lot. I maybe don't. I thought I was going to give it a five, but uh, I, I didn't quite like it as much as I remembered liking mm. it. Um, I remember in the 90s, it was a show that really, like, that episode really stood out to me as weird and strange. But uh, something about the pacing of it, I docked it for, like, just a little clunky as far as, like, how the story moved, mm. I thought. Um, and I, I just don't like when Pete and Pete... Uh, Force in a storyline for one of the Pete's when it's not a very good one, like the um, the El- the Ellen and Big Pete oh. arguing about the squid stuff yeah. seemed like they could just lose it. Yeah. Um, didn't well, really serve the episode very well. I'll just say that I think that it uh, it was like for me like the same thing as Don or Joyce. It was just like they're just to serve yeah. the main story. Yeah, and it did that right. fine. Okay. Right. I mean, I see what you're saying too. Yeah. Uh, but four and a half, very good. That's yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That is good. Yeah. Um, do you want to do some of your favorite uh, Pete lines? Oh yeah. Number five. I look after many people, but not many invite me to dinner. <laughs> and a big part of this is like how he says it. It's yeah. Just so. Yeah. Uh, number four. This is my dad. And these are his new underpants. <laughs> is that the first line of the yeah. episode? Yeah. <laughs> Number three, is there more to life than underpants? <laughs> Number two, there won't be enough left of you to wipe up with a moisty nap. <laughs> and number one, come on, my little femur, give me purchase. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> come on, my little femur. Just purchase. The, just think a phrase of give me purchase. Yes, beautiful. It's, uh, it's so ridiculous for what he's doing. It's great. I, I immediately thought, like, I want to find a way to use this in my life, but I'm just not sure I can, <laughs> I can figure it. <laughs> give me purchase. Very good. Uh, 
Solid. Um, do you want to do name the episode? Let's do it. I have a really hard time with these beats. Uh, they're just such good names. Yeah, they're, they're perfectly named. Finally came to me this morning. The perfect pair. Hmm. The perfect pair. Oh. That's very good. Works like on underwear and people. Yeah. Yep. Works yeah. on many levels. Wow. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> you want a second? No, I had it. Wait, mine? No, just to think about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> just to enjoy it. Uh, you it's really, great. you seem like you're really like savoring it. It's a good one. Impressed. Thank you. Okay, mine. Yeah. Perfectly imperfect. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. nice one. Very good. Thank you. It's like the whole moral of the episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. Made me take a closer look at myself. Are nice. you gonna do? Are you gonna do that now? I did for a few minutes. Okay, that's good. I'm perfectly imperfect. <laughs> we all are. That's the whole point. <laughs> Uh, and I called mine a taste of perfection, mm. oh, which nice. is a line good. from the episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had a question. Can I, maybe I'll ask all of us when we've got him on the phone. Can you be a perfectionist to a fault at any, in any aspect of your life? Is there something like, oh, uh, like, it, like yeah. for us? You're a perf- like, yeah, specifically okay. yourself. Uh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I'll think That's about that, I'm sure about? there's something. Of course I have to think about it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, isn't word. anything to a fault a fault? <laughs> but she, she's saying There's you have something in your aspects of life your life where like you're a perfectionist is, about yeah. it, but to a fault where <laughs> it just ruins you. Oh, you're saying or perfection just, is fault? No, I'm saying yeah. anything to a fault is a like fault. You could say, I'm a perfectionist yeah. to a fault. Uh, which means it's bad. Yeah. Like, you're a perfectionist what? about something, but it's know. bad. <laughs> I see now. Are you a perfectionist? I see now. Uh, so we're, this is a unique call that uh, first time we're ever calling uh, this person, but a more interesting, I suppose, is who is this person? <laughs> He's an adult, like an adult. Yeah, a real adult, and not yeah. a uh, a '90s adult. Like not a famous adult. Just our no. first adult caller. That's like one of our, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. one of ours. Yeah, <laughs> he's older than us. Yes. And who is he, Melissa? It's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? His name's Mike. Okay, Mike. And uh, what's the reason we're calling Mike for Inspector 34? This is his favorite episode. He's been, he was always a bigger Pete and Pete fan than I was when I was young. And yeah. he recorded them all on VHS, and this was always his favorite. Yeah. So he's very excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. should we give Mike a call? Let's do it. Hello. Hi, Dad. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Big Orange Couch. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I told you. <ya. laughs> uh, well, we've just been talking about Inspector 34, and we understand that this is one of your favorites, maybe your favorite all-time PP. It, um, it absolutely is. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long time since I'd seen it, but I watched it again last night, and it's amazing how much of it I remembered. <laughs> it stood out in my mind. Um, so well, one of my favorite Pete and Pete's, uh, easily one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, is there anything, what did you connect with about this episode? Like what made you, um, get into this one? I, I, I think the, just, first of all, like 
as a whole, Pete and Pete, I love a lot because it was just kind of so surreal and different and, and I think intelligent. And I think the, the, the concept behind inspector 34, just the, just fundamentally is inherently funny. I mean, the concept that, I mean, everybody knows these inspected by slips, or at least <laughs> yeah, they used to. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen them in years, but back uh, yeah. when I was younger, you'd see all these all these inspected by such and such number. And the fact that, that they put a face to that, that person is funny. Yeah. Because I kind of never really believed that there was actually a person that inspected these things. <laughs> and then the fact that they made the person so, like... Into his job and so committed to such like a menial task like inspecting underwear. Just that that concept to me was fundamentally funny. Yeah. So I think as I was watching it again last night, you know that's that's what I just kept laughing. Even even during parts when there wasn't a joke, I kept laughing. <laughs> the concept of it, that this guy is so so committed to his job that he is that he would inspect these underwear for any little flaw. I just thought it was just fundamentally funny. Yeah, yeah. All the way through. Dad, do you remember when you found an Inspector 34 sticker? Oh. Uh, I really? Yeah, well, I, what, I was very you young. It, I kind of do remember something like that. It was in the old house, so I was probably like 10 or younger. But yeah. I remember you found one and you were very <laughs> excited. An actual Inspector 34 sticker. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of, it, it's kind of coming back to me that I did. And funny. you hung it up. I'm pretty sure you stuck it on the mirror by your dresser. <laughs> and, you know, that little vanity mirror. And it was always there. Like, for years. <laughs> the Inspector yeah, 34. Yeah, I want to find that. Yeah. <laughs> Frame it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very, awesome. very cool day when Dad found that. <laughs> well, um, So what other episodes have you guys talked about? Just this one for this episode? Uh, this is our second Pete and Pete's week, uh, part of our Pete and Pete week. Um, the first one was Nightcrawlers. The other ones that stuck out in my mind was uh, the Sick Day one, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, I, which I always loved. Mm-hmm. And I like the, the Time Tunnel one. I forgot what the name oh, of it was. Yeah, but it was yeah really time. good. I yeah. remember that. And I, I had forgotten about Das, das Bus. Uh, <laughs> remember that one? Yes. <laughs> that one I liked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, underrated that yeah, episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and Time Tunnel aired before this episode. Oh, So a nice. good streak there. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, it was. I, I think the second season, I think, was probably my favorite. I didn't remember <laughs> many from the third season, but the second season had all the ones I kind of remembered. Yeah. And um, I got to go back and look at the, the first season ones. Yeah, because yeah. the Mr. Tasty one I, I remembered too. Oh yeah, yeah. we've talked about mm-hmm. that a lot. <laughs> Great one. And I think Michael Stipe was in that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, That's the other thing about Pete and Pete: get uh, great guest appearances by people that you would never imagine to be in a show. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's crazy. Steve, Steve Buscemi was in one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ellen Zed. Uh, Chris Elliott. Yeah. Michael Stipe, of course. Wasn't Iggy always, Pop? Always weird yeah. guest appearances. Yeah. 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 Iggy Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Iggy Pop. Right. Yeah. Um, Melissa. He was just in a movie I saw last week. Oh, what oh. movie? Um, that don't die. He uh, still kind of looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't age. No. Um, Melissa. Looks like a zombie in that movie, and kind of always did. <laughs> 
uh, Melissa presented us with a question, like, is there anything that you think in your life, like, how did you word it, Melissa? I, if there's any, like, I wanted everybody to answer this question, not just you, but um, is there anything in your life that you're a perfectionist about, like, to a fault, where you're too much of a perfectionist, that it's a flaw of yours? Is there any aspect? Well, that's a good question. Um, very germane to this episode. Uh -huh. I, I think there's some things that work I am, for sure, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay outside of the work scope. Um, that's a really good question. What well, we you, can all answer, and then we'll go back. We'll go to you last. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll hear some other examples. Oh boy, um, I think that for me, a real problem for me is like I have trouble not like finishing things to completion. Like I, I have a real problem like quitting things before they're done, even if they don't need to be done that well or whatever. They've got to be finished. Yeah, like I've. I can't give them up, kind of. Yeah. Mine's kind of related to that, but it's, like, mundane tasks. Uh -huh. So if I, like, start cleaning, mm -hmm. I, um, like, say, like, something comes up where I need to stop cleaning, I'll become very agitated by the fact that I haven't completed the thing yes. that I wanted to complete. Mm -hmm. What about you? That's me. I definitely have that. It, like, dog hair. My dog has hair everywhere. Mm -hmm. If I get the vacuum out and I clean up a little bit, I'm going through the whole entire house and getting every single hair out of the house. And that and trip planning. Like, Max and I planned our honeymoon, and I have completely obsessed over where we're staying, how far of a walk it is to any single bar, or if it's a restaurant, or if it's an outdoor activity or a patio. I've obsessed over, like, what we can do on this trip. And, I mean, I've drawn maps. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Wow. But I want to have a nice time, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> sure. Well, now it's back to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I, I think I kind of connect with some of those, especially the cleaning one. And I know both, two of you said that. Like when I start to clean, I think I do get a little bit overboard with it and just clean too much of one area and then I can't really finish the rest of everything. So if I in the floor, I'll like get into the corners and I'll get into the mm -hmm. ground and I'll, I'll end up just doing that whole floor. So that's true. You also don't leave projects unfit like house projects. Like you'll go back to home Depot. You'll YouTube it. You'll figure it out until it's done. Mm -hmm. Cause you just want to be done with it. That's true. If I, I had to that. say something, which is a good that thing. Is true. <clears throat> that's good. Well, and mom wants it done. You yeah. know how she is. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right here with me. <laughs> oh, hi. Well, uh, all really. I'm about to say hello around the podcast. Oh, oh. hello. Hi, Mom. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just wanted to say hi. Hi, oh, Mom. Hi, Albion. <laughs> um, well, it's great to hear from both of you guys. Um, it was fun. Thank you for calling, and, um, you know, we hope to hear your opinions again in the future. Next, next time you do a Pete and Pete or an Are You Afraid of the Dark oh, yeah. or Ren and Stimpy, yeah. I'm, I'm your guy. Give me a call. Awesome. Sounds great. Thanks. Yay. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was our first call from somebody who was an adult while we were watching this yes. stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. And it's uh, weird to like think of um, an adult being into any of it, really. Like, I mean, Pete, Pete would be mm -hmm. one to be into, but... And at yeah. that time, he was our age now. Wow. Wow. 
That's crazy. Which is yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would, it would also feel lucky, though, that, like, you had some kid shows where you could, like, sit down and be like, oh, cool, Pete and Pete's yeah. on. Like, yeah. I can For laugh sure. at this. Yeah, you could really enjoy the same shows your kids were enjoying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, great to hear his yeah. take on it and uh now we all have something to really think about thought, how uh thought provoking <laughs> melissa mm-hmm. yeah. perfectionist to a fault yeah. i thought that was a good question that it's is a, it's, it's a great a very question. Good question um yeah it makes me really ponder i think yeah i think anything like where i've set myself for a task um i get agitated pretty bad when i like i'm told like it has to stop mm-hmm. yeah. uh well uh our week rolls on but before we uh, talk about what we're doing next we got one email uh nice. here from ethan uh and he sent us his year in review about the year 1995 oh nice yes uh so he says hey guys here are my thoughts on 1995 favorite movie toy story like joey said this one almost feels like a cop-out but you just can't deny its greatness close calls jumanji mall rats showgirls little princess and friday Oh, a really uh, varied selection. <laughs> yeah. Right, Jumanji to Showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and his Ferguson is Operation Dumbo Drop, which I wow. also strongly dislike that movie. I remember seeing that in the theater. What is that? Uh, it's with Bill Murray and Danny Glover. Wow. I don't know if I've ever heard of trying it. To, the only thing I remember is they're trying to drop a like, elephant from like deliver an element uh, an elephant somewhere yes yes wow. very weird movie sounds weird yeah. Yeah. yeah uh his favorite video game was yoshi's island nice. one of the most oh, visually yeah. and aesthetically unique games i've ever played close Good calls one. rayman and donkey kong country 2 mm-hmm. diddy kong's quest nice. mm-hmm. um, ferguson time crisis Nothing against the game itself, but I have strong memories of being at the arcade and my friends always preferring to play this over trying to help me beat The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah, play The Simpsons. <laughs> Favorite TV show from 95, Kids Say the Darndest Things. We didn't bring that oh, up. Yeah. Uh, does this count as a Nick show since it was on Nick at Night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's in the same Indirectly, wrong. yeah. yeah. Close call, The Puzzle Place. No. And Ferguson Road Rules. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I always I watched some of Real World, but never Road Rules. I don't. Yeah, think. I felt like watched some. Really, Road Rules? I was mm-hmm. like, I'd rather watch Real World. I didn't like them. I mean, I didn't like tune in, but. I never people, understood. I felt like road people rules. were watching them all over, all around me at the time. What was the premise of Road? They just drive around and do. They're different... and do challenges. Uh, favorite Nick show? Not much in terms of Nickelodeon, but Nick in the Afternoon might be my favorite mm. thing Nick has ever put yeah. out. Uh, favorite song? I Wish by Skilo. I remember listening to the 30-second sample on CDNow.com over and over again until I eventually downloaded the song from Napster. <laughs> uh, close Calls, One More Chance remix by Notorious B.I.G., uh, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, December by Collective Soul, Ironic by Alanis Morissette, Candy Rain by Soul For Real, Roll To Me by Del Amitri. Uh, I got five on it. I know it was repopularized yeah. this yeah. year by uh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Anywhere Is by Enya and Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Uh, Ferguson is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Max feels so empowered right now. Terrible. I don't, I don't even think Seal knows 
what the song is about. <laughs> his favorite album. <laughs> his favorite album is "I Wish" by Skilo. I eventually bought the CD at the warehouse. Uh, and his close call is "Jagged Little Pill" by Alanis Morissette. Uh, he said, "By the way, I loved your Wild and Crazy Kids episode. Wasn't in love with that show when it was on, but this particular episode was definitely on the bottom end of the series. The SpongeBob relay was maybe the worst five minutes of television <laughs> I've ever watched. Yes. <laughs> but even as much as the show was eye rolling as a child, hearing the theme song now is proof that nostalgia can be found in the most unlikely of places. Strangely enough, I saw Jessica Gaines uh, from Wild and Crazy Kids in Burbank a few weeks or a few weeks ago wow. at a restaurant we ate at for Mother's Day." <laughs> Wow. He recognized her? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I want to hear how that went. Like, did he say something to her? That's probably the extent of it. I, I, I don't think you can just approach Jessica Gaines. <laughs> She's got security around Is she her. big now? <laughs> like, size-wise? No. Like, popular? <laughs> no. Well, I if, if you actually tapped her on the shoulder and said, hey, I remember you. Let us know. Oh, sure. I want to know. I bet you should. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. I want to know was if there was an exchange then. of words. Sure. Yeah, but on Mother's Day, it might be kind of like, true. Sure. Yeah, sure. just leave her alone. Well, I understand if he didn't. I'm just saying if he didn't. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, I know you guys aren't huge fans of the Tucker years of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I highly implore you to do an episode review, review of The Tale of the Silver Sight. It's one of the oh. best episodes of the series, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And as the... Uh, <laughs> I think the birds speak for me. Uh, that episode is terrible. Man, I haven't watched it <laughs> probably a decade or more. I, I would have to. Well, you did a review. Of, we did a review of Thirteenth Floor. Yeah, I know, know, but there. It was because it was our thirteenth episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's fun to do reviews of not so good episodes. That's true, but this is not fun in a different way. Hmm. Okay. Teach his own, Joey. I guess so. Again. I, and maybe if we do like a thousand episodes, we'll get to Silver Sight. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> or I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm not. Really I don't want to give him false it. hope. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, all right. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the amazing work, your friend Ethan. Uh, he, nice. Oh, he did. He did tag on. His favorite book was Goosebumps: A Night in Terror Tower. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Boy, these birds really are going nice. nuts. Yeah, <laughs> they heard Silver Sight. <laughs> they went bonkers. Don't do it. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up uh, Inspector Thirty Four. Yeah. Um, but our Pete, Pete the Heat week <laughs> continues. What are we talking about this Sunday? Next time, we're moving on to season three with Splashdown. <sighs> Summer fun. That episode. Yep, it really <laughs> is. Yep. Uh, so that'll be that'll be great. Uh, our friend uh, Kevin will yep. be joining us for that. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us just like Ethan did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review. That's really helpful. Tell a friend. If you know someone who likes Inspector 34, tell them about this podcast. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of friends, Melissa. Hi. Yep. Always. It was fun. It's always fun to have you. It is always Aww, fun. thanks. Bring I a real a energy time. to this. Do I? I also bring beer. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's nice. Just joking. Well, well, no, I'm not joking. But... And I think yeah. you're going to be part of a special episode in about a week and a half. I am. Wow. I think it's time that girls took control. Okay, no spoilers. We got... <laughs> okay. I think it's time that we got a girl's perspective on stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... <laughs> 
We'll see you guys next adventure. with you, Max. Because, you know, Catan, especially after last time, you kind of ruined it. Me? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, you didn't want to play anymore, so you were just giving away stuff. It was 2.30. I know it was. It was <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Great podcast. <laughs> Those birds really lit up. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Where's the other? They were going crazy.